Serious people have read it that honestly believe they have been abducted by aliens. What was your experience like? This happened to me when I was 10 years old, in Calgary, Alberta. In 1970, I was walking home from school, cutting across the school sports field. Our house wasn't far we lived across the street from the school. There wasn't any other kids around, since I had stayed late for a volleyball practice and the rest of the students had gone home 45 minutes earlier when school let out for the day. It is about 4.30 in the afternoon, something caught my attention from the corner of my eye. And I, stopped and turned to the right to look at it. Floating directly above a house facing schoolyard, was a large UFO. I was in the middle of the football field, so this is about 60-70 yards distant from where I stood. The UFO is big, and almost touching the roof of the house. It is completely centered on the house, but it is so, big. It also is above the house on the left and right. The lots there are 50 feet wide, which puts the UFO at about 150 feet across and perhaps 25-30 feet tall. It is very bright, giving off a harsh white light which is difficult to look at. Since it hurts my eyes, I look away back towards my house and see a car and a motorcycle on the side street which intersects the street with the UFO. That street is about half a block away. And I remember being surprised and confused that the drivers are not reacting to the UFO, which clearly must be visible to them. And so obvious, since it is so bright, but the traffic continues as normal. At that point, I become aware that something is forcing me to turn my head back toward the UFO. I am turning, and my field of view is changing, but I am not the one doing it. I struggle to turn away, but I simply can't control any of my body. I remember a feeling of panic. Then the next thing that I can remember, I am walking into my house. It is about 9.30 at night, and dark, outside. I can't recall anything of the last five hours. My parents were furious with me for being so late. Apparently, my parents and my two brothers had been trying to find me for hours. A voice thought in my head tells me to tell them that I am not feeling well and I need to go to bed. I have no idea where that voice thought came from from but I do exactly as it suggests and run upstairs to my room and go to bed. The next day, I still can't seem to explain what happened. And my mother is even more angry with me since my new school shoes are ruined, since the tops of them are all scuffed and dirty, like I was dragged face down across the ground with my feet still dragging on the ground. I told my older brothers what happened, and they suggested I keep quiet about it, since nobody would believe me. Good advice. As it turns out, since in the many years since, most of the people I have shared the story with, don't really know what to say afterward. Many years later, I was looking at my old school workbooks from that time, and they are full of drawings of UFOs, all of the same design, and with more detail than I can recall from memory. For example, in my memory, I can't remember seeing any windows in the UFO, since the light was too bright to make out details. But in my drawings, there were large round windows all around the UFO, some with faces looking out, when I was in 6th grade, I woke up one day with four very small holes on my upper right thigh. It looked like the skin had been cut out in perfect tiny circles, yet there was no blood. The circles were in a straight line and across my thigh horizontally, no more than 6 inches wide completely. I also felt very tired and couldn't remember what I had dreamt, which is weird for me since I pretty much remember every dream I have every night. I put band-aids on them and went to school as usual. The next morning, I wake up and there are three new holes right above the previous four i woke up once again very tired and drowsy and was now weirded out by how symmetrical everything was that i showed my mom who said it was most likely ant or spider bites next morning two more holes above the previous three and the morning after that one 
This is when I was seriously scared since, the holes now formed a triangle that pointed to my knee and they weren't scabbing over. I was so tired and confused and was scared to go to bed, so I stayed up really late but woke up the next morning, not even knowing when I had fallen to sleep. Only dark and then morning, when I did wake up, I was suddenly very alert, and when I threw my blanket off my legs I found all the holes completely gone. No scabbing or scarring or any trace of the circles on my thigh. I showed my mom and she just brushed it off as if they had healed like any other cut. I am honestly not sure if this is related, but I do feel like there is a correlation. After this, I couldn't really comprehend math anymore. I had excelled at math all my life but after this incident, it was like numbers had no meaning to me and I couldn't figure out simple equations. I went to an advanced school and had been learning algebra and geometry and was doing great but then it was like poof all my math knowledge and comprehension was gone. To this day I can't even do simple addition problems without double checking them. Too long didn't read was mostly likely probed. Aliens may have taken my math smarts with them. Was camping in a campground in North Ga with some friends. It was starting to downpour so everyone left their tents in the woods and decided to rent one of the on-site cabins for everyone to sleep in. I decided I'd just sleep in my car because they wanted to stay up late and I was tired from kayaking all day. I woke up to the rain stopping and it was kind of cold in the car and I had forgotten my sleeping bag in my tent. I checked the cabin to see if there was any room left and the light was on and everyone was fast asleep 3 a.m. I didn't want to squeeze in so I decided to trek my way to my tent in the dark with a small pen light. In order to get to my tent I had to pass by everyone's that they left mine was the last one and even then was 50 feet at least from the previous tent before it. I got in my tent, covered up with my sleeping bag and prepared to catch the last few hours of sleep before sunrise. No more than 10-15 minute from me getting in my tent I began to hear light whispers right outside the tent door. They weren't in English and to my recollection indecipherable not any language I had heard at all. Just as the voices started, two orbs appeared together outside the tent. They weren't the same glare as a flashlight would make and both were of two different colors that to the best of my ability had no real distinct color, just colorful. The whispers outside the tent began arguing louder between each other, but still in a hushed tone, and as the whispers grew louder, the lights began swirling around the tent, behind me, to the side, to the front, not in the movement that one could make with flashlights and at this point I realized no footsteps could be heard. I uncovered myself and kneeled on the tent floor preparing for the zipper to come undone like in a horror movie and I was flipping through my mind on what option to take. I was the most terrified I had ever been. Fight or flight, the lights swirled faster and the voices grew louder but still, breathy and whispery. My mind raced and I was sweating despite the cold. And then, just like that the lights shut off like switch and the whispers stopped and nothing but silence of an empty wood. I stood there as still as I could and I didn't dare go outside that. Tent today I learned the sun came up. It was and still is the scariest moment of my life. I hope this makes sense. I've never written it out before. If I need to answer anything I can try in between moments at work. Interesting enough I went to a horror movie premiere recently and there was a scene that had the voices in it and goosebumps ran up my arm. It was identical. Added gonna do this cause my inbox is flooded with the same question. Movie is called Beacon Point. I was about 8 or 9 and my mom tells me we are going on a day trip to meet her high school friend. Cool. I grabbed my Game Boy Advance because I know my mom's friend has kids my age and wanted to show them up in the racing game I had. I overheard this from my mom talking with her friend at her house they told me to leave the room because they needed to talk about adult things. Little, innocent, curious me wonders what exactly are adult things that I can hear. Were they, gonna throw some new juicy cuss words out? Well, 
Mom's friend had a little girl who would sleepwalk at night. Started when they moved into their new house Northern California. It was a suburban area but not too suburban new. Neighborhood with a lot of empty homes and forest patches in between each community. She was about four years old and they found her one night in the backyard just sitting there. After that incident they decide they need to lock her in her in her room at night and bar up her windows so that she doesn't end up in the woods. Nearby or anywhere besides her room really. The story. Mom's friend and husband wake up to a loud boom on the side of the house in the middle of the next night, felt like something hit the house because everything shook. They check on their boys, they're good, they didn't hear anything and go back to sleep. They check on their daughter, unlock the door and realize she isn't in her room. They start to freak out, then hear a knock at the door. They open it, it's the effing sleepwalking four-year-old daughter. They ask her where she's been and she said with the man and points down the street. Pissed off dad sees two guys in coats walking down the street. He yells at them and starts sprinting at them. Mom's friend said coat guys didn't react at all. Coat guys turn the corner. Dad turns the corner and they're gone. Mom and dad check the lock and windows. No tampering. They notify the police who pretty much say there's not much they can do but will keep an eye out. F and sleepwalking four-year-old daughter is fine. Isn't scared at all. Just tired and goes back to bed. After that my mom didn't understand why I was scared as hell that night she believes she was abducted was abducted but refuses to tell me what happened. Even my dad tells me that he can't tell me the story. Says it's for my mom to share if she wants it shared. But, overhearing this when I wasn't supposed to hear it had me tripped out as a kid. Watched the fourth kind later in life and was scared of that movie too. Friends all laughed at me saying it was stupid but they didn't know about my mom's friend's story. I was home alone in this little house I lived in in the middle of nowhere. It was probably around 2 a.m. and I was just listening to music enjoying having the place to myself for a change. When all of a sudden my dogs started going crazy. Normally, when someone pulls in the driveway or comes up to the back door, they go to the door they heard the noise beyond and peek through the blinds to see who it is. But this night they are running all around the house from door to door barking louder than they ever do. When I stood up to go see what the hell they were on about, I noticed that the whole house seemed to be lit up with a deep blue light. Turning into the living room, it became obvious that it was emanating in from each window. I put on my shoes to go outside and see who was out there. But by the time I got out there the light had faded faded away. There was no sound of a car engine or really anything. And where I lived you could hear a car coming from a mile away. I felt a chill run down my spine but I had the weirdest sense of fight or flight where neither option seemed viable. Like I was frozen to the spot. I wanted to turn around and get back inside. And then, I just was. Right back in the chair I was listening to music in. As if I just blinked and there I was. Don't really like telling people about it because it skeeves me out so bad. Not entirely sure if we were abducted, but my wife who was a non-believer and I both have missing time. We were getting intimate on our bed when we suddenly both came to, and were in totally different places in the room. Not sure how much time had passed, but she looked at me and said what the duck just happened. I said I wasn't sure. Neither of us were scared, and we were both incredibly tired. We decided we would just go to bed and talk about it in the morning. I looked up instances of missing time and a lot of them said the same thing. When they came to they were just very tired, knew something was totally weird, but just wanted to go to sleep. Added we had a carbon monoxide detector. Fully function, fully functional. It was an apartment not a house so it was routinely checked and up to code at all times. The wife is out of town for the night. I'll throw an edit up in the morning if she wants to chime in about it. Edit to okay. The wife texted me and she wants to add something. It was the day we got engaged of course she wanted to add that because I forgot. Oops. She said it was like she fell asleep during sex and she woke up. But she was already sitting up and I was standing at the door. She remembers that we both came into consciousness at the exact same time and were disoriented. But, 
felt like everything was okay. She's hesitant to say aliens, abduction, or even something spiritual. But she exclaimed something happened. Unfortunately we may never know, but maybe that's what keeps us alive in the first place. They're out there. I never told anyone this story because I never thought they would believe me. I was home alone one evening and had gone to sleep for the night. I live with my so and two indoor cats but she was out of state traveling for business. I woke up in the middle of the night wasn't sure of time but it was completely dark because my body was freezing cold. I actually like it cool when I sleep and usually have the temperature around 70 degrees or colder since I live in central Texas. But this was different. I was ice cold but wrapped in blankets it was middle of summer so evenings aren't cold. When I grabbed my phone to look at the time, it seemed to be off and I pressed the on button but it didn't turn it on. Since I was half asleep, I shrugged this off. I walked out of my bedroom to go, adjust the thermostat and noticed that the cats weren't around. This was weird because these furballs are always hanging out in the bed or around the bed. Anyhow, I walked to the thermostat and tried to adjust it but the power to the thermostat I have a nest was nil and the power to the house seemed to be off. I peeked out of the upstairs window to see if any of my neighbors were having power issues and noticed that all of their outdoor lights were working just fine. From the time I woke to this moment was probably 1-2 minutes maximum. I decide to wander downstairs to grab some water but I'm startled when I realize there is a glow of light coming from the first floor. The way my house is situated, I couldn't see the light until I had approached the stairs. I found this odd because the power seemed to be out just upstairs which didn't make a lot of sense. I started walking down the stairs and began to hear a faint humming noise. The noise had a high pitch to it with arbitrary pulses of low sounds almost like a muffled weed whacker that someone is throttling at random. As I continue to walk down the stairs, I spot a dark, slowly moving figure in the room with light at the bottom of the stairs. The next step that I take feels like I walked off the side of a cliff or was sucked into the floor. That is really the best way I can explain it because I don't remember what happened after that moment. I just lost all feeling from my body. My next memory is waking up again to the sound of my phone's alarm. Everything seemed back to normal. I sat there in bed cat's back to being lazy in bed next to me and trying to think about the two minute incident that happened in the middle of the night i am not a sleepwalker and i was definitely not dreaming my security systems app shows the time whenever a door is opened or closed i realized that my security system was disarmed on the app and that the front door had been opened and closed several times throughout the night i pulled up my security footage from the exterior cameras and was surprised to learn that there was zero footage from the night like the motion sensors reacted to a random car driving by around 10 pm and then the next Next thing is another random car in the morning. So someone something walked in and out of my front door but the cameras did not capture any footage. My neighbor across the street has a good security system that points at my house so I asked if he can review the footage from his cameras. I told him some made up story about how I thought someone had broken into my truck. Anyway, he said it was weird because when he pulled up the footage from that night, his cameras did not record anything, just a time gap once again. My first thought was that I was sleepwalking and that the memory was a dream but it just couldn't have been. When I looked out of the window in the middle of the night, I distinctly recall a red pickup truck parked the wrong direction in front of the neighbor's house. I always notice when cars are parked left wheel to curb because I've gotten a ticket for this in the past. Anyhow, the truck was not there before I went to sleep based on footage but was there in the morning based on footage. So the truck was there when I saw it in the middle of the night. I definitely woke up in the middle of the night, cold as ice, no cats, no working phone phone or 
our thermostat, saw the truck out of the window and then got warped by something on the stairs. A couple additional things were different in the house. The security system was disarmed and I definitely armed it before going to bed. The light was still on downstairs and that was absolutely off before I went to bed. My whole body smelled like burnt marshmallows. I know this is weird but it's really how it smelled. And lastly, my 55 gallon fish tank that sits at the bottom of the stairs and the entryway was missing 2-3 of the water. Seriously, where the duct did 40 plus gallons of water go? The whole area around the tank was bone dry and the fish were fine. I think I was mind ducked by some thirsty aliens. I am not sure if I'd say I was abducted but what happened was really weird. Was laying on my couch with a blanket over me and I look at the clock and it says like 11.23 am or something. Suddenly a white flash happens and it's 12.40 pm. It happens again three more times and by the time I could comprehend what was going on it was like 5.30 pm. Every time it would happen there would be like 15 minutes of confusion and trying to move. I was stuck in, stuck in a dreamlike state until it stopped happening. Edit old as duck. But rereading this I remembered that the only reason I said I was laying under a blanket is because at the very end, once I was able to stand up I was on top of it. I really don't know if I was abducted or not but I witnessed something pretty unexplainable. My ex and I were driving out of my suburban neighborhood super late one night on the way to go eat Waffle House or something. As we're nearing the exit to my neighborhood I look up into the sky and we both notice these three really strange orange lights in a triangle formation. We then stopped the car in the middle of the road to figure out WTF we're looking at. These lights didn't have the quality of lights you see emitting from a plane or a star. When you look at stars, they are so far away that they almost seem 2D. But these lights fell 3D somehow. These lights were much bigger and seemed closer, like high enough into the sky to be well above the trees but not above the clouds. And they were just floating there not moving up, down, left, or right but airily still. I really don't know how to explain how still these things were but it was unnatural and I know that sounds stupid but that's how it felt when I saw them and I wish I could explain it better. But when I saw this, I was both mesmerized and sort of in shock. I've always been a UFO enthusiast and I've always wanted to see something bizarre like this and finally it was happening. I couldn't take my eyes off of what I was looking at hand. I feel like I didn't for like an hour. I really don't know how much time passed but it really did feel like an unnatural amount of time. Finally, these globes of light just abruptly dissolved away, kind of. Like they were sucked into a black hole or something. We break our gaze and look at each other and my ex asks me if I just saw what she saw. And yeah, we couldn't come up with an explanation at all. To this day, no one believes me and I don't care. I saw what I saw and I'm now fully confident we're not alone. Well, we weren't abducted. But my husband and I had a UFO encounter that still boggles my mind to this day. We live in an apartment complex in a highly populated nicer urban area. We arrived back at home late on a Saturday night about 1 a.m. Walking from the parking garage back to our apartment building. I happened to look up at the sky. At the sky, I immediately noticed this huge triangle-like object slowly gliding above us and we watch as it disappears behind another building. Meanwhile both of us are arguing over what the duck this thing was. It was silent. I mean zero noise with two rows of lights on either side we walk around the side of the building looking into the sky and about 10 minutes later we see it again it was closer and clearer this time i could even see minor details on the body lights and all we are both almost screaming at this point what the actual duck is that as we watch this thing pulls straight up into the air and slowly disappears right in front of our eyes not kidding we watched this thing slowly become transparent until we couldn't see it anymore we kept looking for it for about another hour cell phone cameras pointed to the sky from the top of the tallest apartment building we finally gave up and did enough research to compare what we saw to a stealth bomber plane the shape is similar 
but this thing was completely silent, and could disappear. Where we live is home to tons of tech company headquarters, literally across the street from us. We are next to two major highways and it's generally a super busy area. I'm only mentioning this because it seems most UFO encounters happen in rural and not so populated areas. I'm still freaked out, and I'm always checking the skies at night. Okay. So on March 24, 2015 I walked out of my backyard, around 11pm and I live in Boring, Oregon. So honestly where I lived it was isolated. I felt like many times there is supposed to be something waiting for me in the backwoods every day. I felt like somebody wanted me to go in the woods and kept sending signals. Whether it was random sounds at night or small glares of light, I kept questioning what the heck could it be that is so obnoxious. I always go there during the day and there is nothing but branches and trees. So 11.25 I wanted to yell into the woods and ask to stop messing around but it was difficult too. I was honestly frozen and I felt paralyzed. I tried to scream for help but no words. I kept walking towards the woods and I felt something grabbed me by the arm and shoved me through the woods. Then I woke up and I thought it was a dream. I went outside of course and went where I was shoved and for the first time in my life I see branches broken and all the leaves on the ground were swept away from each other. I left around that month and the house is still on sale at Century 21 and I plan to go see it this summer and set up a paranormal crew and wait out night. I honestly think aliens took me and put me back to bed as an experiment. I've got an experience like these, not gonna be seen by many but I don't talk about it much so I'd like to get it out there. When I had just started middle school I broke my arm badly enough where surgery was required to reset it so I ended up sleeping on the couch in our library which had a TV and a bunch of windows from the ceiling to the floor. I was watching the History Channel and had seen many UFO documentaries so perhaps my young mind was being influenced, who knows. Anyways, I began to doze off on the couch then woke up to go to the bathroom. I distinctly remember being awake and not in a dream because the show I had fallen asleep to had switched to the next episode. What I saw next was something around a half mile away in the sky flying by in a very strange way. At first I figured I was seeing a helicopter due to the hovering movement of it. But after looking away and back I noticed it was hovering in place. My memory is fuzzy but I vaguely recall it being outlined with orange lights which only glowed a steady light. The best way I can describe it is that it should have been too dim to see from that distance but I could anyways. The shape specifically I can't remember but it could be because it didn't have a specific shape, almost as if it was amorphous. Next thing I can recall hours had passed and I was sat in the same position. Nothing had been disturbed in the house and I had swells of the beginnings of tears in my eyes. It's also worth noting there was a minor earthquake earlier that night, which is very uncommon for Kentucky. Needless to say I booked it up to my parents' room and eventually passed out in my own bed from exhaustion, propped up to protect my arm. It's an experience I can never figure out from my past. I know this be buried in the comments but I hope someone will read this. I remember being abducted at a young age. I remember when my grandpa noticed something bright was outside as he looked out of the kitchen window and went outside but only to run back inside and lock the door and told my grandma to hide me somewhere as he went to get his handgun in the bedroom and I remember my grandma hiding me in the bathroom tube and locking the bathroom behind as she started to pray and I remember next was the door being opened and my grandma walking away with someone as I heard footsteps. I slowly got up and noticed everything in the bathroom was dark and same with the kitchen since we lived on the first floor of apt building. I looked out the window from the bathroom in a disc shape object giving off a bright light and noticed someone or something standing there and pointing to me and I quickly went numb and remember someone picking me up. I woke up in my bed in the morning and I wasn't freaking out or nothing because when the abduction happened it was 10ish at night and my grandma was making dinner for grandpa and when I went into the kitchen, the food was still on the table and grandparents are in their room, where my grandma is praying hard and grandpa was acting weird like he saw a ghost and he picked up a bullet from the floor and told me 
to get ready for school. Few months later, I was watching TV in the living room with them and suddenly, everything went dark as the power was gone again and my grandparents quickly reined into their room but couldn't shut the door like it was stone. While I was on the floor frozen and couldn't move, they was freaking out and dark figures ran out of the kitchen and into their room and just vanished with my grandparents. I was left there as another figure came to me and spoke in some kind of bug-like language like clicking and I remember the voice changed to English and it said not of age. Be common next thing I knew. I was back watching TV with my grandparents in the living room, which they looked scared but quickly returned to normal and this happened during the day. When I was older, I remember waking up in a void of whiteness and I was moving my hips like I was ducking something and hearing the clicking noise again and I went back to sleep. From this point on, I learned some things. Woke up one night during my high school years and my lower half of my body went numb and I tried turning the lights on but power was out and I saw the figures in my doorway and for the first time, I saw it clearly and yes, they are the grey lil aliens but not so little. Every few months, this will happen and I was getting tried of it. So I tried fighting back by finding a way to snap out of the numb feeling but I'll leave info at the end. Skip to when I am 27 and I was staying over my cousin house after I was in accident and was staying there to recover while watching my cousin son since she was on cruise ship and I remember my body freezing up and heard the voice of my cousin calling out to her son and the boy got up in confusion and walked out as I tried screaming to stop him but that's when I saw the figure again but just looked at me and for the first time spoke to me within my mind and asked why I keep fighting back. Now this what I learned from the being after I asked it shit ton of questions. They never abducted people during the day in cities unless they are ordered to. They have drones that scout ahead tiny ships and smaller ball. Drones that ducks with the power and leaves behind something in the air that makes us calm from being taken and how we just forget about it like nothing happened. The ball ones also are the things that send the aliens and victims to the ship by hovering them and making them phase through objects like the ceiling. They at the time are using new ways to stun us because more people are starting to become immune to the effects or doesn't work altogether. They no longer abduct large group of families, which I quickly replied with the event of that hillbilly's family that was was in a one-sided shootout with the aliens and it said yes because it was dangerous for us and not for them handguns or rifles don't hurt them because their skins is very tough because tough because where they lived their bodies had to adopt they can get hurt from large weapon fire or explosion Roswell event did happen because one of their scout ships engine broke and they crash leaving one of the crew members alive they recovered the member from the army base but not the ship because we're not smart enough to understand their metal and shit it's why they use drones after that accident because they don't want themselves to be recorded in our history like that again but they know it's it's pretty much too late because their faces being sold on shirts and shit even worse when crop shit happened they record our wars and our bases and sometimes test our military by appearing to us in the sky or landing somewhere and wait for the Air Force to chase them the crop circle shit that happened back in the day that was the cause of their younger people being idiots and thought it'd be funny they went along with it because they wonder why we started to the same thing as people started to do hoaxes of it and they recorded it because it might be important they changed fuel from their ships because they realized it can kill us and they reported people gotten sick when they returned to the same people. Then the last question it answered what made me wonder about our own race. The reason why they abducted our race is because we have something that no other races have yes. They visited other races and it's when we sleep. Somehow, our minds can open a window into other dimension and witness our other selves or random people. They've been trying to figure it out ever since our race was young. They tried mix mating with us what happened in the white room to make hybrid and test to see if their people can use the power but nothing yet and the hybrids are the lower class in their social group. After our talk, my cousin son returned to the room by the drones and the figure hovered into the air and before leaving, I asked it why I answered all my questions or not make me lose time. It spoke again and said, I knew you since you was young. You always try to fight back when we take you in one time. I thought you could break the effects. I respect your will. It's why I chosen you that night. And it was gone.
My cousin kid started to type on his computer like nothing happened. I don't know what's more ducked up. That I ducked that thing and it's been the one that takes me away to be tested on because it likes me or their younger folks did a stupid joke on us and we all thought the symbols meant something from them but nope. It was a prank and they went along with it because we was doing the symbols in return. Like, just think that when our two races finally meet and someone brings up the crop circle shit, they have to admit it was something stupid that their younger people did lol. No one will believe this but it is true and I've spent two years in a mental health institution for it. Back in 89 my sister was dating a creep that was almost 10 years. Her senior she was 17, a real asshole. Standing 6 female too and he was on the same football team when he was in school. Then worked in the legal field as my father back in the day. That would bring gifts to my parents and act all nice but then beat me any chance he could get for reasons unknown I was a quiet kid who loved. Reading comics and dinosaurs. It's autumn and he drove us three out to Palomar Observatory illegally and it was amazing. As my sister and him make out in the truck listening to Meatloaf I'm on the truck bed with my binoculars looking at the range and stars and whatnot when suddenly the music sound level increased to massive levels but instead of music it was the sound of white noise and a loud crack then everywhere was darkness my sister was screaming the white noise continued and i pissed my pants and sat as still as the statue of david the stars were gone the moon the range was nowhere to be seen just absolute darkness then i woke up or so i thought as i caught myself picking up my binoculars at home and having my sister tell me to hurry up before I knew what I was doing I realized we were on the way to the observatory. Somehow I had gone back in time. I don't know but I pleaded with him to go home. Obviously the lovely boyfriend told me to shut the freak up and it happened again. The noise, the crack the darkness and again I was at home getting my binoculars this happened for 8 times exactly and every time I sat still and pissed my pants and cried. The last time I was found at the roadside with scratches all over my body, the boyfriend dead at the observatory and my sister missing. I told everyone everything I was 7 years old and from 93 to 95 I was living in a mental institution out in Massachusetts away from everyone I knew and where the staff laughed at me how I was a terminator sent from the future to tell lies. In the winter of 95 my father made it so I could go home and returned to school. I never saw my sister again. My grandfather has a story that goes like this back in the 80s. He and his brother Yoner were setting up to go fishing out in the boondocks. It was early morning, about 6.30 or so, and they were draining their coffee thermos on the bank of the pond. It was a new fishing spot for them to explore. At the time, they were living in East Texas, with humid breezes and mosquito bites that boiled in the heat. The sun was just beginning to break over the stretch of the trees as they pushed their rowboat into the water. My grandfather we call him James turned to Yoner to remark on the brilliant yellow of the sunrise. It was blinding, he said. When he tells this story to us grandkids, he cannot stress this point enough. The sky was barely pink from the dawn, but the sun itself was shining like the quarter of an eclipse. Yoner looked up, noticing the anomaly mere seconds before. James shielded his eyes and fumbled for the sunglasses clipped around his shirt collar. He started to tell Yoner that they should leave, that he had a bad feeling about being there. When the wind began to wail and the dirt picked up around them, Yoner shouted to James, the words lost in the disturbed darkness. My grandfather tells us it was about this time he reckoned they should get going should get going. He and Yoner abandoned their poles and boat and scrambled to their truck. He figured they would be back for them later. In the midst of all the ruckus, Yoner ran that poor Chevy CK over a tree trunk, steering them into a tree a little off the trail. The truck was totaled at the hospital. When the nurse asks how fast they were going, Yoner offered 35, maybe 40 miles per hour. He had been pinned between the seat and steering wheel sustaining a few bruised ribs but otherwise relatively unharmed. James had gone through the windshield. Victims of head-on collisions usually suffer crush injuries and severe internal trauma, including but not limited to lower body fractures, traumatic brain injuries, flail chest, abdominal, and upper body impact injuries. Even
even at low speeds. James' accident should have been fatal. However, my grandfather arrived at the hospital with minor cuts and bruises. He had a concussion the doctors wanted to keep an eye on, but other than that, both brothers were fine. Neither were able to say how long they were unconscious waiting for help to arrive because neither remember anything after the accident or the next few days following. They were, in short, miracles. Survivors of the impossible or at least highly unlikely. My grandmother said the most alarming thing she experienced when visiting my grandfather in the hospital was his sudden ability to speak other languages. She said as she sat by his bedside table, he would switch tongues in the midst of their conversation, then not remember a thing he had said. My sweet Nana accused you honor and him of drinking. The doctors assured her that amnesia and a little confusion was common in trauma victims, especially ones that were unable to mentally process the events that had transpired. The accident had shaken their brains. That's all, a nurse told her. Nan insisted, though, you have to understand, my grandfather is a pure-blooded American redneck, a high school dropout, while, he means well, he couldn't remember a lick of any foreign language while he was in school, let alone during his recovery, Nan investigated for herself, she cornered Yoner in his rest bed, he wasn't any help, he had been unable to sleep, replaying the moment of the crash over and over again in his head until the memory stressed his conscious, and he was admitted for, for psychiatric observation, Nan maintains to this day wasn't the sight of her husband stumbling over his sentences, bleeding from the stitches on his forehead, no, instead the memory that haunts her is Yoner bolting upright every time he closed his eyes, screaming that it was too bright to see. My grandfather and Yoner don't like to talk about what happened. That day, they will talk about the bond, the sight of what they like to believe was a UFO, and the terror of realizing they were about to crash in the middle of the woods where no one was likely to find them. They won't talk about the experiences that came after, how they were found, or what happened in between, the moment of impact and their release from the hospital. What my grandfather will say, if prompted, is that he holds one proud scar from that crash. He'll point to the folds in his forehead that collapse around the raised skin, and he'll tell you that's where they probed me. One night back in 1993, south coast of Kent UK, in my kitchen, really old spooky house, got freaked out by some noises and went outside, walked down to the beach, felt spaced out, started staring at a seemingly random but bright star above the horizon, directly in front of me, strange sensation, difficult to describe but it felt like there was some kind of connection between me the star, like a communications link, just felt hypnotized, kind of liked it and wanted it to carry on, went back after about half hour, thought it was weird and described it to a few friends but felt a bit embarrassed, a few weeks later I was round someone's house, friend of a friend, interesting books, had a look at one book, the owner told me I should read it so I took it home, the book was Cosmic, Trigger by Robert Anton Wilson, amazing book, he describes his own experiences communicating with Sirius the dog star, I'd never heard this before, went and checked what star I'd had my weird experience with and it was Sirius, I'm couldn't saying I was abducted or something else, but this experience was real, and the coincidence if that's what you call it that followed was mind blowing, I have since read a lot about, Sirius, the Dogon tribe, Greek mythology and of course the massive info on the inner pipe about this sort of thing, 25 years later I'm not sure what to think, but I'm fairly certain that we came from aim from beyond the earth and it's reasonably likely that our intergalactic friends are looking out for us, for better or for worse. Thanks for watching. Don't leave before leaving a like to this video, also hit the subscribe button to support my work. And as always, have a horrific nightmare my dear.